0: Screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. This is episode 197 and tonight the countdown to Halloween potathon marches on relentlessly, unstoppable, unflappable, except when Daddy screws up, and we'll get into that in a minute because. It is day four of the Halloween Marathon. Which means that there is 11 more days to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Except it's not anymore. There's 10 more days to Halloween. Because you see, when Daddy recorded this yesterday, he made a huge editing error and wound up erasing everything he did. And then posted a 30 second clip of bullshit. And I want to thank listener Chad Warrick for pointing it out to me. And ruining my Sunday, because now i got extra work to do. But you know what? Sometimes in a marathon, the runner stumbles. But you know what you do? You get up and you just keep on running. Get to that next marker and just just suck it up, buttercup. Because that's what I'm doing right now. I'm sucking it and I'm sucking it hard. Because the movie we are talking about today is called Bear Creek. Now, this film is a slasher movie. About bears. No, no, no. Not bear bears. Not the bears. Although if it was about those Charmin bears that are obsessed with wiping their own butts, that would be a scary movie. But no, it's not that kind of bear. Well, these bears are obsessed with butts, but they're obsessed with each other's butts and they don't want to wipe them. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. Whatever. It's about gay bears. It's about gay bears who go on a camping trip in the woods and get picked off one by one by an unknown killer. But before we get down to the fun, let's take care of business. As we all know by now, that the Halloween Countdown to Marathon, uh, Countdown, let's try that again. There's not going to be any editing this time because Daddy doesn't have time. The Countdown to Halloween Marathon is also raising funds for New Alternatives, which is an organization here in New York which helps homeless LGBT teenagers and We've been accepting donations. The donation page is going to be open until November 15th for those of you who have come late to the game. But instead of me yakking about it, why don't I just let the kids of New Alternatives tell you about themselves? Uh, You heard a clip from them a few episodes ago, but this one is brand new. So, yes, we'll get to the fun, but let's also just take care of, Take some time and listen about some real scary things that are going on in the world today. Okay? Okay. I'm Baresco Escobar. I'm 19 years old. And I'm in a city of dreams. I'm Vanessa Nassar I live in the Bronx. I'm originally from Puerto Rico. Hi, my name is Ivan. My name is Jonathan. I- My name is Coco. I go to Cornell University. I'm Kate Barnhart. I'm the executive director of New Alternatives. I got involved in New Alternatives because I wanted to try out a real harm reduction approach to working with LGBT homeless youth. A lot of youth fall through the cracks in the system, either because they're too mentally ill or just too different for a lot of organizations to work with. I've known Kate for a couple years. Between her and the volunteers here, I got the support that I need, and that's why I got the job that I got today. They've actually helped me out out a lot. Food on Sundays and Tuesdays. Dinner for the kids. Turkey burgers, (laughs) veggie burgers. Potatoes, onions, green beans, (laughs) carrots. Clothing. Button-ups. Um, I'm getting clothing right now. This is a cute skirt, right? It's very pretty. So I'm at the Pascal Institute for Technology, where I'm studying a+ for A-plus certification to repair and service computers and to be a help desk technician. I am still homeless, as much as I would like to not be. Being raped, I left my mom's home at the age of 17. And being a bisexual young and they also taught me how to be a young lady. In 2009, I graduated from Juilliard. I played 16 instruments, but now I'm homeless. It sucks being homeless. You're tempted to glorify the fact that you're downtrodden. You're expected to behave like a homeless person. When you come here, that doesn't fly. You have to behave like somebody that's going to be somebody. New has been helping me get documentation that I may need to go back to school. Um, They also help us get grants to pay for school books or scholarships. So a big reason why I am back in school and the reason why I do have information that I need to work on my housing is because of them. This is one of the rare programs that actually do help um, clients the way they need to be helped and not the way they think that we need to help based on the statistic. Kate, personally made a tremendous difference in my life and um, I think that without her services a lot of us would be in much more dire circumstances than we are. It's not hard to become a part of new alternatives, we make it easy for youth to receive services here. You just walk in, you're greeted in a friendly, non-judgmental way, there's not a lot of bureaucracy or paperwork to get through, and you receive your services quickly and consistently. Make my day. Make my day. Make my, make my, make my day. Okay, I'm not singing anymore. But you know what's going to make my day? If you head over to give.classy.org and make a donation today to new alternatives. If you make a donation through that site, every penny of it is going to be going directly to the organization. There's not going to be any middleman taking a cut of it. No, no, no. Now, some of you may have noticed that there is also a site to donate on Facebook. A friend of mine from New Alternatives set that up for me without really asking me, and a lot of you have donated through there, and that's great. I kind of wanted to avoid that because Facebook is taking a hefty chunk of that. But if that's what you've done, that's fine. A gift is a gift is a gift, and I'm not going to lift, look a gift horse in the mouth or a ghost horse or whatever it is Brad said that time. That's fine. But the place I would prefer you to go to is give.classy.org and do it now. Why wait? Why wait? I'm going to remind you again at the end of the show anyway, so there's really no excuses at this point, is there? No, there's not. Please, please help out these kids. They're already at risk. These are, these are kids who are extremely at risk in a community that is already extremely at risk so the risk is tripled for them and you can help and that's how you do it okay that's the business over let's have some fun with the bears in the woods yeah what's gonna happen I bet they're gonna get naked and they're rubbing on each other in the woods and then they get killed and stuff but maybe they won't I don't know let's listen to the trailer and find out okay okay. done and done where we going girls place called Bear Creek. Fitting, right? Oh, babe, I got an idea. Why don't you tell them all those scary stories you love so much? They're fucking dead! And the bastard that did this to them is still out there! we got to go get him! wasn't much of a trailer. But there is no trailer. This is just this. This is called a teaser trailer. And normally when there's a teaser trailer, that means there's another trailer coming. But there's no other trailer out there. What are you doing to me, Bear Creek? Okay. So let me explain a few things here. Bear Creek is an incredibly low budget production that was funded through a GoFundMe or or one of those kinds of things. And it's made by people who I don't think... have any knowledge of filmmaking. People who have never made a movie before. And it's starring a lot of people... who have never been in a movie before. So this is what you would call... rough. There are sound problems out the wazoo... because apparently nobody knew... that you either need to get a boom mic... or you know do ADR dubbing after the fact cuz there are many scenes particularly this opening scene in the bar where i said i have no idea what anybody is saying i can't hear anybody it's muffled or it's just straight up inaudible i had to put the subtitles on for an english language movie but I'm like, okay you know what These things happen. This happens, you know, when you're starting to make a movie or you don't know what you're doing. All right. All right. You know, it might get better. It might get better. So the story is there's a whole bunch of guys and they're all in the bear community. There's a a married couple and their friend who's a recently single little cub guy just went through a horrible breakup. And now they want to have sex with him. And he knows they want to have sex with him. And so the whole point of them going away is for them to have sex out in the woods, because where else would you do it? It's not like you have a bed at home or something, but whatever. They want to go have sex in the woods like bears. Whatever, go do that. Commune with nature in each other's buttholes. Great, beautiful. But they decide to bring some more friends along, because what's more fun than being on vacation with people so you get to listen to them have sex in a tent the whole time you're there? But anyway, they bring another dating couple. And the problem here is that the dialogue is terrible, because it's written the way people write, not the way people speak. And I don't know if you understand what I mean by that. Like, if I had read these words on a page that somebody was saying them, if this character was saying them in a book, I wouldn't have thought much about it. But to hear things spoken out loud in this weird kind of formally presentational thing... It's odd. Uh, nobody talks like a human being. And despite the fact that they talk a lot when you can hear them, you don't really know much about these people. They're never really talking about anything important. They'll be talking about f- Well, let's just say there's pacing problems, too. They're at the bar, and somebody goes to the bar and says, I will have four of these fancy dancy shots. And the bartender says, I'm not sure how to make them. And the guy tells him how to make them. And then you get to watch the bartender mix all four shots and then pour them out and then serve them. This didn't need to be in the movie. This is not a crucial point. They get to the campground. They say, "Okay, let's set up the tents. And we get to watch them set up their tents. Nobody's talking. Good five, six minutes of setting up tents with no advancement in the story. So even though the movie is about an hour and five minutes, it feels really long because nothing is happening. I'm not learning about the characters. I'm not learning about the relationships, except what you just threw at me at the beginning, that you two are married and you want to have sex with him. Aside from that, I don't know anything. Uh, The other couple that's with them... There's a big age difference, so there's some drama there that could have been played on a bit more, but no, we have to talk about fish a lot, because that's important to the story. So things are just kind of dragging along. Sure, you get some, you know, scantily clad bear meat, and let me say, I love me my bears. Way back in the day, when I first started bartending, the bar that hired me says, well, the only opening we have for you is on Bear Night. And I said, what night? It was the early 90s. We didn't know these things yet. They were just beginning to happen. And I said, okay. I think I'm a little skinny for them. No. It turns out that the bear community is just ...big and loud and egregious and friendly and without a lot of the pretensions that you get in other segments of the gay community, which is why they were formed. They're like, hey, we don't fit this mold that you see on every the cover of every gay magazine. Let's do our own thing. Okay, granted, it's mutated over time, and some of them are just as bad as the traditional gays, but that's neither here nor there. In general, I love my bears. I like a guy with some meat on his bones. If you look like you're the old... If you look like you could be a lumberjack, I'm probably going to be all up in your business, but that's neither here. Are we talking about that? Are we talking about me? Are we talking about the movie? Well, there's not much to talk about in the movie because... As it turns out, someone is there to kill them. And the killer is also a bear. No, not a gay bear. No, not an actual bear. It's somebody in a bear costume. Now, for those of you who have seen the movie Girls' Night Out, you will know that movie also featured a killer that was wearing a bear Costume. It was a it was a team mascot outfit, and people have always said that was ridiculous. Me, I always thought it works because it was this completely innocuous figure with a big goofy smile that had a deadly surprise for you. Anyway, so that was that was the the juxtaposition of those two things worked for me. This bear outfit, calling it a bear outfit is a stretch. I don't know what fucking Etsy site you got this thing off because it is. Ugly. It's ill-fitting. It looks like a weasel that's throwing up on a on a, on a, on a, on a sandwich that's been eating, eaten. But I don't know what it is. It's like this. I don't know what, what uh, craft school bullshit project. This outfit is ridiculous, and it is not striking fear in anyone. I mean, somebody went to Fabric Bonanza and had a field day, and didn't have a, and took a lot of crack, and then try to make an outfit because it is ridiculous. And the filmmakers don't know how to build suspense here. Because I mean, you, you get people being doing boring, mundane things. I'm going to go fish by myself. I'm going to go walk through the woods by myself. And there's never a sense of stalking. There's never a sense of anybody lurking. There's never a sense of them thinking something is wrong. Ever until all of a sudden, blah, killer pops up, dead. And since it's low budget, the special effects are nothing to make note of. They're bad. And when it's just the guys at the at, at the campsite, it's not bad. Sure, they're not the best actors, but there's enough of a vibe between them that I'm, I'm on board with you as friends, but once they start to die and nobody seems to care, and even the person being killed doesn't seem to care that much, I'm having problems. The real problem is the last act, when you have other characters show up, because I'm going to spoil it. The killer is really obvious. It's a, it, Yes, it's a character who's never been in the movie before, but we learn early on that this horrible breakup that that little cub went through Happened because it turned out that this guy that he was dating for a year was married to a woman the whole time, and now that guy has been through a divorce, and the wife is sending him, this cub guy, angry texts every 10 minutes. So, surprise, it's the spurned ex-wife. And when the bear costume killer shows up, that solidified it for me. I'm like, oh, that's the ex-wife. Because that's clearly a woman. She's significantly smaller than the people that she's killing. And the way she's moving is distinctly feminine. Yes, I'm imposing gender roles on her. But you know what? I was right. So shut up. Don't judge me. And yet somehow there's 95%. Pound woman is able to drag these 250 pound dead bodies around okay whatever whatever but this gal can not act at all and she has got a ton of dialogue a police officer shows up an ineffectual police officer who also cannot act I mean like the other guys can hold it together to a point but these two women are awful. And this is the final reel when the suspense should be at its tightest. And at this point, I just wanted it to be over. I felt like I had been watching it for five hours, and it was only an hour and five minutes. So this movie is completely skippable. Yeah, you get some bear meat. You get some bear sex, but it's nothing... Even that's not done well. Not showcased properly. And oh well however even though the movie's bad I give credit to the people who put it together I mean you guys knew nothing about what you were doing but you dove in and you did it anyway you somehow raised the money and you got it done and it's out there and it's available on Amazon um, bleh, Amazon Prime for everyone to see right now and that is in and of itself something of an achievement And I get you probably just cast your friends in it, or it was the friends who made the movie in the first place? And you know, and that's the problem too, is that you didn't hire actors. And okay, okay, I hope you learned your lesson. It may be your next gay bear movie, your next gay bear horror movie will be better. We need better gay horror movies because for the most part, they're all really terrible, and this one is bad. It's bad. and The only thing it's got going for it is that it's short. Even though it's paced so horribly, it feels like it's interminable. But what can you do? What can you do? The bear went over the mountain. The bear went over the mountain. The bear went over the mountain. And I got too bored to find out what happened. So Bear Creek, if you're a bear fish, you know. By all means, check it out. Watch it with your bear friends. Maybe it'll be more fun if I had watched it with a bunch of friends. Oh, that's the other thing. The other thing that's really weird with the dialogue is that everybody is relentlessly calling each other babe. Everybody is calling each other babe. Left and right. Hey, babe, could you hand me that? Thanks, babe. What's going on, babe? I don't know, babe. What's going on with you? Hey, babe, could you get that out of the car? Whatever you want. What, do you need this, babe? Do you need the thermos? No, babe. I don't, eh, babe. Babe, 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 babe. And I was getting confused. I'm like, which babe are you talking to? Because you're not just always calling your boyfriend, babe. You call everybody, babe. And babe is a pig, not a bear. And the thing is, I didn't just watch Chopping Mall, I was supposed to talk about that on Saturday with Christiani and Brian Williams, you know, from Spank the Yeti. But Chris got sick because you know, he was given blowjobs behind the Haunted Mansion at Disney World allegedly and he got himself a sore throat and a cough so he couldn't talk that day. That did happen. The thing about the blowjobs behind the Haunted Mansion that's been, not been confirmed nor denied but we know Chris. We know what goes on. But Chopping Mall was still fresh in my mind so every time somebody was like, hey babe, could you get me something out of the, the car please or get me the thermos? I'd be like it is babe, isn't it? And I'd laugh and I'd laugh and there was nobody there to enjoy it with me. Oh well. Bear Creek, I think it would better have been called Bear Crack. But I'll I'll always take a Bear Crack over a Bear Creek, what are you talking about, and the show. Okay, so that's going to wrap up this mini-episode for the second time. Now I have another episode to get out today to keep myself on track. And I am sick on top of it all. So this is where the marathon is going to begin—the breakdown, the mental breakdown I was having previous to this in earlier episodes. Well, now it's going to be joined by a physical breakdown, and you are going to be here to enjoy every goddamn second of it. You sick, sick, beautiful bastards. Now, of course, there will be no voicemail played on the show during the marathon. I to have to keep myself focused here. But I do want to hear what you're doing for Halloween because, like I did last year, the first episode of November is going to be dedicated to you. I'm turning the reins over to you, and I want you to call in or write in or contact me with stories of what you did this Halloween. If you went to an amazing haunted house or a hayride or, or maybe a movie marathon. Or you had a great party. Or if you've got a cool Halloween costume, send me pictures. And, and internal Lexus Alexis will be posting it on the Instagram page. That will be really cool. But in order for me to have stories to play on the first episode of November, you have to get them to me. And in order to do that, you need to call me at 917-720-2047. Or you can write me at crew at screamqueens.com. And as always, that's Queens with a Z. Like Laza, motherfucker. Laza Manelli in your ass, motherfucker. What just happened? What was that? Oh, my God. And you can find me on Facebook by doing a search on Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. Find me on Twitter at Scream Queens and as previously mentioned go say hi to Alexis who is running the Instagram account at Scream Queens Podcast and she's doing a bang up job and I sang her a song last time and I'm not doing it this time because I'm sorry I got another episode to put out today you greedy bastards. I love you. So until no wait before we go I also have to remind you that you were getting 14 days of non-stop podcasting from me and I'm not asking for anything from you for myself I don't want your money for this I want you to give whatever thanks you have for having all of this podcast to listen to to the people at New Alternatives to help those homeless LGBT teens that is my cause slob is that what I'm saying? I don't know anymore That is that's, it's a really important cause to me and I've been going down and helping out down there and these kids are fantastic and I would love to have some of them on just to do little interviews but there's a confidentiality thing that does not allow me to do that but um, yeah some of these kids were allowed to do it on video but it's a different scenario, they, they. I mean forget it my goal is $1000, we are currently at about 175 and I think we can get there but we can't get there unless you donate and don't leave me hanging and more importantly, don't leave them hanging, so please go on over to classy org SQ and make your donation today because Halloween is supposed to be scary. Being a gay teenager shouldn't be. So with that, my beautiful screamers, please continue to make the world a creepier place and never ever forget that Scream Queen's golden rule, fight or flight, survive the night. Make it to the final reel, baby. I want you around for a long time. Bye. I got hunting for witches.